welcome to an all new episode of SCNS Live, the super cool nerd show. I want to kick off the show with some. Um, there we go. There we go. With a restart. Yep. Yeah. Hey. On screen. <laughs> you were on screen. They could not hear you. Hey, everybody. You welcome to the all new and improved super cool nerd show. Now with sound. Now with sound. I am your host, Kat. And I am Cora. And behind the screen, we have Cass. I want to start out this evening with some kind of unexpected news. SCNS Live has decided to part ways with our executive producer and main host, Jason the X. We, of course, won't get into all that. Yeah, I wish him well, I think is the line. Oh! Oh! Hey. Hey. Y'all y'all said y'all couldn't make it tonight. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. What what are oh, you doing here? I, I mean I, I was just over there. Uh, he said he wouldn't be here. I secured him. That's not a hi. So, uh, hi. Yeah, y'all said you couldn't make it tonight. I was like, I'm gonna go out there and get hammered, but i uh, that's cool. Hey. Well, are we live? Are we are we like live on YouTube? Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to an all new episode of SCS Live, the super cool nerd show. Thank you for joining us. Did y'all do that part? Oh, okay. I'm cool. Uh, so anyway, we're going to move straight on into some super cool nerd news. Oh, and uh, yeah. we'll uh, be back. We'll be back. Oh, uh-huh. cool. Yeah. Fuck. I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> I did the intro. So now you're back. Oh, you did super cool nerd news? Okay. I did. I got, I got, I got something. Why, why don't you just take over? I, I can do something, though. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate it. Nice glasses, by the way. Yeah, thanks. So, it has officially been uh, 180 days since Hasbro screwed up again. Uh, <laughs> after uh, the whole D&D incident where we're like, hey, we need to make some money off of D&D. And then going, you know what, guys? Don't worry about it. Everything's going to be okay. We're not going to do anything wrong anymore. They sent Pinkerton agents to a popular YouTuber's house because of their screw-up. Yes. So a YouTuber goes by Old School MTG. Oh, let me get his name right, because y'all need to go and follow him, please. Uh, the user's name is actually... Uh, sorry, I've got my notes. I have notes. Dan Cannon. His YouTube channel is Old School MTG. Please go give him a follow. So... He was one of those people that was able to procure Magic Gathering cards as soon as they came out, and he would open them up on his YouTube channel, show everybody what they are, play them, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Well, he got a set that he thought was March of the Machine. Instead, he got a set, March of the Machine Aftermath, which was not supposed to be released yet. He opened up about 75% of that whole pack on his YouTube channel. Well, within a week, Pinkerton Agents came to his home demanding the cards back and that he take the footage down, threatening him with arrest, $200,000 fines, and also they made his wife cry. Now, if any of you out there are history buffs, you probably know the Pickardons are a bunch of rat bastards known for union, union breaking and a whole slew of other bad things. I literally would not even wear something that started with the words Pinker just so you couldn't get me confused with these people. Well, he was told to call uh, Wizards of the Coast to get this whole thing sorted out, which I think Wizards at one point said, oh boy, we fucked up, there's my one for the show. 
Uh, they offered him uh, some swag, a couple things to make up for it. And they were a bit more amicable than two armed agents showing up. In, I'm sorry, I don't even want to say agents. Two overglorified security guards showing up at his door, demand making demands of any sort. Now, first off, let me tell you, anybody Pinkerton out there right now, do not show up at my house because I will show up with every gun I literally own. Have you ever seen Rob Liefeld draw a character? That's what I would look like coming to the door. <laughs> also, Wizards of the Coast, Hasbro, and Magic the Gathering. What were y'all thinking? Now, I know all of this sounds pretty crazy, right? Well, it's not the first time they've done it. Apparently, this is standard practice to use armed goon squads to go get cards back. There is another story. Um, I'm trying to get it up where someone actually said, oh, yeah, they've done this before. But um, what the hell? I have a question. Go right ahead. The Pinkertons are still a thing? Exactly. <laughs> They're just sitting out there like, hey, Muggsy. <laughs> they almost sound like a bat. Like, yeah, they almost sound like they went the way of like prohibition. Yeah. And Elliot Ness, or actually Elliot Ness was an actual law enforcement officer. Talking about some saucy broad I saw the other night. <laughs> yeah, See? Yeah. Uh, this kid's got some moxie over here. Just, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but I don't, I don't know how else to put this. With, didn't y'all just shoot yourselves in the foot just 180 days ago was the other foot lonely for a bullet through it i don't know uh i actually loaded a meme uh in the pictures that uh perfectly encapsulated everything that's been <laughs> happening this week and it's that famous eric andre meme <laughs> i loaded why would old school mtg do this just i don't even know how this is this is so tone deaf and stupid and also overkill. That's an understatement. Like, man. You couldn't look through your records first to see that y'all were the ones that screwed up. This was clearly a mistake on their part. Yeah. And uh, also the name of uh, the, the sorry, name. I'm, hey, sorry. I'm so sorry. This is just going to be for me because I'm ignorant. What are the Pinkertons? The Pinkertons were a private security agency from back during uh, the 40s and 50s, and they were known for union busting and strike breaking. Oh, and apparently, the still to get the rats over the or the scabs oh, over okay, the yeah. line. Those okay. are Pinkerton agents. Gotcha. Yeah. Also, so, the bad guys in Red they... Dead Redemption Two, I believe, right? I think so. Is that a reference to communism, Pinkertons? No, it's that's just a family that's just the name. name of that. So, um, also the, some other unscrupulous things as well, like, uh, I don't know, slave retriever. Anyway, um, hey. oh, oh. so Hasbro, here's a bit of advice from somebody that's not a, uh, that can't believe it. Somebody that's not a, an executive or a big business or CEO, just with a little bit of common sense. Get rid of your association with the Pinkertons yesterday and don't go for Blackwater. They're just as bad. Anyway. That's my thing, too, is that they showed up at a YouTuber's house. That's a bad idea by itself. Like, you want to try every, like, slow tactic before you go anywhere. Weird, yeah. because guess what? That's what they should be more afraid of than your guns, is if they show up here, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I do not. They are overglorified security guards. I'm just going to flat out say that. 
Don't show up at don't show up at a house in Texas with this kind of unique grade of bullshit. Anyway, also magic stop sending the wrong packs out. Because apparently it's uh one of them just had aftermath at the end, literally one word, and that was the mistake. They sent it to a distributor, a distributor sold it to somebody. It happens. It'd be the first time that Hasbro's ever shipped something that wasn't ready or <laughs> as someone that has yeah. bought toys before Street Bank. I'd hate for somebody to ever show up here. We heard that you got this transformer oh, before God. Street Day because Texas hospitality. Anyway, hippity hoppity, get off my property. Just because I will never get an opportunity to bring this up ever again, it drives me crazy that Marjorie Taylor Greene is initialed in all sorts of news reports as MTG. I know, okay. It's like your search history just gets seriously messed up. Well, it anyway. just my my brain is always trying to like switch which one it is. I wonder if he's had right wing crazies follow him. Uh, probably not. But his old school MTG. It's one of those like you have to read the full title. You can't just like, oh, I like Magic the Gathering and click on the article before you've read the full title. Yeah, you have a blonde lady in Joker makeup screaming about something that's not true. Yeah, I mean, okay, now I still have to click on it, but oh, not for the yeah. same reason. <laughs> I need to switch my brain real quick into the other mode. Also, he purchased these cars for $4,000. Magic do not be playing around. Oh, no. Oh, also, yeah. did, you not, did you not see how much that signed Black Lotus went for? First of all, I'm going to tell you right now, if I pay $4,000 for anything, do not show up here looking for it. It's mine. <laughs> it is mine now. I don't give a damn who it belonged to. Because four grand got paid for it. And it's not mine. Anyway, oh, Wizards of the Coast also has made no comment on this story. It's probably like, how do we spin this shit? They got to go through like five legal channels now. What happened leading, uh, oh wait, uh, they did say, what happened leading up to the individual receiving the cards is still under investigation. Yeah, you pay him a bunch of money and you make him sign an NDA. At least Yeah, You don't even let it get to court. Yeah. Hilarious. Anyway, I, I could go on and on about that. I could badger this group all night. So, please, who's next? Uh, anybody else have card game stories? I, no. Amazingly, I only brought the one. So, uh, I don't know. Shocked. You're hosting. Who's next? Am I hosting? Sort of. Oh. Somebody we, is. We're all hosting. Anyway. Maybe the host was the friends we made Cora, what you got this week? <laughs> All right. I'm going to bring in some old school into this. I've got several old school stories, but I'm going to do this one instead. All right. How many here have seen something by Osama Tezuka? Astro Boy is... Okay, like his yeah. yeah. Everyone here has at least heard of him or his work. Well, there is a manga that was released in two, um, 2021 called Team Phoenix. It was created by Spanish artist uh, Kenny Ruiz in collaboration with the Tezuka Production Company. And it is a manga that it basically works like um, uh, Subasa Subasa from Clamp, where it's like characters like within the Clamp universe just all interacting together. And that's what this is. You have... um, This whole world is being run by robots. You have a heroine that doesn't want to deal with that anymore and is leading the charge to make a better future. And it's just 
all of Osama Tezuka's work together fighting robots. It has to feel so cathartic as an art, as a story writer, to do oh, that yeah. sometimes. Like, I always wanted this guy from here, and this yeah. guy from here, yeah. and this chick from here. I'm just having fun imagining Blackjack, who is a surgeon, like, not even a magic surgeon, a just a surgeon fighting robots. Yeah. Like, it's great. Fantastic. But... It's finally going to be serialized over here in the United States. It is being serialized by Udon Pratt or Udon Entertainment, and the first volume will be out in November of this year. After that, we will get volumes every two months. The, I believe Japan is on volume four right now. That's cool. Yeah, and it. I mean, I I don't need to be sold on it. Really, I'm already sold on it. Clearly. I mean, we all grew up with some, well, I say all of us. All of us anime nerds grew up with some kind of Osama Machine Tezuka. Machine gun in his butt. What? Astro Boy. He has oh, okay. guns in his butt. He I does. Like, <laughs> I don't make it up. I just read it and laugh. I, I had to get clarification because I was very confused. Also, those big red boots everybody's been buying. I like know, Astro. yeah. I only okay. want those because they look like Astro Boy boots. I've heard they're real hard to get off of. Well, never mind. I don't want to get those off. I'll stick with my area. Yeah, like, it's just something real cool. Doing some fun new stuff with old properties and paying homage to one of the most influential mangaka of, like, his recent history. I mean, literally the rest of my stories are what's old is new again, so. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> actually a perfect segue into yeah. one of my stories uh normally you would see cora talking about anything final fantasy related on screen but there is one bit of an exception and that's if you go old enough final fantasy Cass and i both loved final fantasy 6 and it's good news for us because on the ps4 later this year i think Hang on, I have the details of this. It's the glasses threw me off for a second. Uh, I was like, is Cora delivering this story? <gasps> you tell us apart by glasses? I mean, no, y'all look all look alike. That's what the thing is. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're gonna release uh Final Fantasy one through six in on the PS4 and the Switch as part of their Pixel Perfect. Like they've reworked it, but they've reworked it with a dedication to the pixel style oh. art of eight and 16 bit games. Oh. Which means two of our faves, Tara and Kevka are back. So you said one through so six. Good. I love Final Fantasy VI. All of them? I, so I've always wanted to play six. Six is dope. I really like Kevka. And I want the music is dope. It's the best version of Kevka, like he did was in Dissidia or whatever, and that was okay, but he was like too like gothy and not crazy enough. My uh, life would literally be over. Why? <laughs> because it's all of them. Damn. I got plans. I gotta play Legend of Zelda. I gotta play Jedi Survivor. They did smooth out the uh text which some people don't like but you can revert it in the options to where the text picks oh, it as well okay. otherwise they said it's kind of anachronistic and weird but do they still have son of the submariner is I, that what they presumably because that was one of my favorites about to give me some hot pocket surge and a, and a copy of nintendo power <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah that's coming that's I, so cool 
This fall. I need to double check my details, but that's the that's the okay. This fall. I think I'm double checking that part. I mean, November is not a great time for releasing games because all of the good stuff comes out. Like literally, the next few months with movies and games are going to be like all of my time. Why are we doing a show? I need to play Legend of Zelda <laughs> yeah. and Jedi Survivor. November in video games is like August in movies. It's, it's like just Christmas everything. Mm -hmm. Everything comes out. Yeah. Uh, November and like April. Huh. April, we're a lot of video games. Right yeah, we we're in April. Yeah, we're actually in it right now. Yeah. We're almost done with April. <clears throat> yeah. I'm, I'm also just going to throw out there that my my birthday is in November. So like, I'm not buying you a PS4. I have a PS4. Okay, good. I might <laughs> buy a PS5. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. If the Pixel Remaster comes out in November, it's just a, so you know. Just FYI. Just FYI. I kind of want to switch my LED, so. I'm going to give my daughter my old Switch. So. It's fair. I pass out all my electronics to my, my children. <laughs> then I got a PS5. Here's my PS4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're, it seems like they're out. Oh. Oh, you know what? I'd have to look. I do think I remember a coworker of mine talking about how he was playing it this morning. That like the fonts are the big new thing, and that you can turn Damn. that off. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I'm I'm excited about this. I'm excited to play it now that I'm a grown up and I can play hours of video games at once. <laughs> yeah, I have a Nintendo Switch Lite instead for sale of here, uh, so. <laughs> what was it? Ten minutes? Mm -hmm. It's like ten minutes a week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Red strict media parents. You will have to say you'll have to tell us about how it like if it's worth the upgrade or not. Just as a by the by, there uh there was a, a Japanese, I think, orchestra that did the music from Final Fantasy Six and it is breathtaking. It is geniusly composed the whole the whole thing. Yeah. And there's an opera I was in the middle, including an opera. The opera's dope. It's like you should look it up. I don't have any. It's not hard to find. Yeah. Well, I know what we're all doing after show, but mm -hmm. yeah, about, hey, to can't go, we're... about to go looking through. So who's next? Cass is up. What you got? Um, we're doing what's old is new again. Yeah. Sure. Why not? That's all, all right. the rest of the story. Jason, right. you're new again. <laughs> I know. I've been sitting here for a while. Uh. Okay. So, in 2004, Wicked debuted on Broadway. Uh, we had an right. announcement. I it's a, it's a decent. It's musical. a very it's solid right, musical. It's an alright musical. It's a musical. Um, it is oh, a musical. Oh. Most Broadway things are. Although uh, Aaron Sorkin's To Kill a Mockingbird is coming to Broadway Dallas, and I kind of want to see it. Anyways, uh, Wicked the musical came out in 2004, starring uh, Idina Menzel and Kristen Chenoweth. A uh, movie was announced, I think, last year uh, with Ariana Grande and Cynthia Erivo, and we got first looks. Kind of. Um, here's the first one. Here's Ariana Grande. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Cass, are you sure that's a still of something and not a black screen? Yeah. This, listen, Stop becoming content creators. Start becoming gaffers because these are some of the darkest shots I've seen of anything in a long time. I'm excited for the movie, but like, wow! I can, I, I'm gonna need you to lighten it up a little can bit. Can barely tell what culture she's appropriating. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! 
I will say Elphaba is black now, which is cool. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna need you to light these sets, please. Especially, I think, I think that especially with uh, <laughs> with Glinda, basically just being her own spotlight mm -hmm. in personality and just you know from the original Wizard of Oz, she just had her own like glitter about her. Yeah, I I will say I think these are beautiful costumes but i'm not sure i saw i've seen pictures like from from like behind the scenes stuff yeah. and the dress like glinda's dress is very pretty because it's like 50 shades of pink yeah. as it should be but i didn't like that sequel <laughs> <laughs> i did see a, a, a mutual friend of ours bucky who does a lot of filming uh crew stuff so y'all yeah. need to learn how to be gaffers because he sits in dark as shit so dark i'm gonna yeah. need you to stop why that's actually a question i just have in general for hollywood why are you so obsessed with not having lights on set like why oh no they have them why this aren't you the part that them? irritates me is like game of thrones you better believe they had every light in the world available and with them some of it's done in post some of it's done just Oh, it's nuanced, and it's like, is it? If you can't see anything, that's not nuanced. If I have to, like, squint and basically, like, adjust my glasses so I can see the theater screen, yeah. that's too dark. We should be given the option, like, video games, where, can you see this symbol? <laughs> can you see the one on the left and the right? Who else turns it all the way up? Because I'm like, so no. So much of this No. Yeah. <laughs> Until you can barely see the symbol. Man, y'all playing. I all the way to the right. <laughs> I remember specifically in Game of Thrones in uh, the Battle for Winterfell, uh, HBO made this huge deal about, well, we're using real lighting, we're using realistic lighting, and there are like four torches on set, and it's all real lighting, and I'm like... That's cool. But I can't see. You turn and into the meme of the lady with It's the like, guess jacket. I'll have to take your word for it. <laughs> it's yeah. like with um, things mm -hmm. like... Uh, stardust and things like where everything's happening at night technically you can't see in the dark but they used blue light so that you could still see the actors and it's like ah yes the blue light means it's night there's a famous quote i don't remember which actor it was but one of the actors of lord of the rings asked uh their cinematographer where the light was coming from during a night shoot and he smiled and he said the same place as the music it's a movie, and especially a musical. A yeah. musical, you're like, we need this to be dark and gritty and realistic. <laughs> no! They're bursting into song. I think they're trying to do a thing where they're telling, like, stage fans they haven't forgotten about them, because it feels like that a little bit. Because it's the one person in the middle of a screen that's much bigger than them. Yeah. Right? But you know what stages know about? Lighting. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's only one show that i've ever seen that used complete darkness in a decent length uh sequence and it's in the heights and it's because they're in a blackout and they they turn their phone camera or their phone lights on and they shine them in the audience it's really cool looking yeah and but like yeah stage has lights like if there's a blackout then cool you're gonna use that to your advantage anyway yeah we're in oz yeah <laughs> And um, I don't know if you got if if the these makers have seen The Wizard of Oz or Return to Oz, but um, it basically looks like a rainbow threw up on right. everything. Right. Right. <laughs> also, there's like magic there. Yeah. It casts light. 
on your freaking actors. Exactly. <laughs> well, I, I exactly. Textbook way to light a night scene. Everything in nope. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. So pretty. Yeah, so it, pretty. it was still Mad Max Fury Road. Everything was bright. Ooh, good example. Yeah. Yeah. Everything was like dark enough, but I could still see the actors. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I, I that's think. my that's my little my little soapbox. <laughs> yeah, our little soapbox. Please, please light your scenes. I am excited for the movie. Yeah. So we'll, watch it. yeah. well, speaking of movies, I'm excited for. It's actually two movies I'm excited for. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is going to be releasing soon. And uh, thank you very much because I finally got six inch Indiana Jones action figures, which I'm very happy about. It's at Look least at six inches. Look at, no. <laughs> now he can be part of G.I. Joe, like I always wondered as a kid. Anyway, is the movie going to be good? Well, Bob Iger recently had a screening for Disney executives and, of course, people that worked on the film with a special guest, Steven Spielberg. And his. Now, gonna trust it but his reaction as soon as he was done watching the movie was damn i thought i only knew how to make one of these hmm. this gives me a lot of hope especially after people were upset about the last indiana jones movie i wasn't okay yes he should have died never for greater anyway aliens not so out of place it wasn't look they yanked a heart out of somebody i don't care shut up they, <laughs> they looked inside of they looked inside of a crypt and all and all their faces burnt out which also this is <gasps> Yeah. Don't make me open it up in here. So anyway, yes, uh, it's it's a short story on my part, but yes, Dial of Destiny has uh, Dr. Jones returning to the role in the 1960s because Nazis are back and they need to be punched in the face. Yay! Uh, let's see. Uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull actually grossed $790 million to all the people that are like, it wasn't that good. Well, it made the money, so we're making the second one. Uh, set for a theatrical release June 30th from Disney. And uh, this will be, Harrison Ford's guaranteed, the last time he will play Indiana Jones. And honestly, at his age, I don't think it's much of a choice on his part. It, no. <laughs> we, we want to avoid, uh, oh, what was it? He got- It was the Irishman uh, where uh, the, the lead tries to kick somebody. And you can see him be like going over there. He's gonna kick, and you're like, please, please stop. Please. <laughs> well, remember, he got hurt on the filming for this set like days after they started, and they had to stall. Didn't he like break a leg or something? I thought that was in Star um, Wars. He also broke a foot during Star oh, Wars. Jesus. Yeah, goodness. Like, he needs more time to crash airplanes. Okay. <laughs> well, that's the thing that's kind of wild to me is he gets injured on set. But, like, he's a carpenter. He flies airplane. Like, he does a lot of stuff outside of it. So he it does, just makes me think the scheduling is a problem. Does helicopter rescue work? Like? Like, oh, I got my helicopter out here. I'll go looking for him. Like, this guy. I mean, I, I don't plan on slowing down, you know, when I'm that age and two years from now. So, mm -hmm. I'm good. Uh, but, damn, Harrison, you did get hurt, like, shortly in the filming. This, I guess maybe that was the one where he was like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. Pass the hat on, pass the whip on, you know. You gotta wonder though, like, why why was he still doing it? He won't watch his movies. <laughs> he won't. And neither will his wife. Well, not the Star Wars movies anyway. Yeah. Well anyway, that's mine. Cora, kick it to you. Alright. Uh I'm gonna bring in the weird one. So I'm sure uh, it's been it's been a little bit 
been since 2019 since we've talked about this. Uh, the Kyoto Animation Studio Fire. Oh, uh, Kyoto District Court announced that they're going to start their pretrial proceedings for the arson and murder case of uh, Kyoani. They're going to start that up. Uh, I think around May 8th. May 8th, May 9th. Um, Can we get a refresher? Yeah. yeah please. So a gentleman <coughs> aged 41 went into the Kyoani studio and set it ablaze. This blaze of the 70 people that were in the building at the, at the time ki- killed 36 people and injured 33 of them. The one that was not injured or killed did suffer some minor lung damage from smoke inhalation. And PTSD. And d- gross amounts of PTSD for sure. But that is what we're dealing with. The court case itself will be around September, December, sometime at the end of the year. But they are moving forward with that. And um, I don't know uh, much about the Japanese court system, but I hope he gets the harshest punishment that he can. Uh, PSA, don't burn up people. Don't. Just don't do it. I don't care how upset you are. Don't set 37. 36 people. 37. I'm sorry, I was counting the other victims. Well, he he set 30 or 69 people on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. Um, Yeah. I remember this story when it came out. It's just. Yeah. It it just kept getting worse and worse the more info we got. I was kind of hoping that that guy was like already like making big rocks into little rocks at the very least somewhere or like an island with that's only like 20 feet wide, you know? Yeah, the I will say like depending on what's going on, I've noticed that the Japanese court will they they have to to deal with it mm. or yeah. that and other stuff that's happening. So I'm sure that's been a holdup in it. And there's just been so much, or there's been there were so many victims in this that they they gotta get everything together that they can. Well, I guess violence and justice. Damn. Yeah, I do know that. Uh, they still have the death penalty by hanging in Japan, and I can't really say whether I want people dead or not. That's not my place to say. But I do hope that he rots in jail, at a minimum. Yeah. I'll reserve my opinion. Yeah. I, I hate your guts. Anyway. Sorry to bring the, the house can down you, on that. Can you resuscitate us? You got anything? <laughs> sure. Clear. Let's talk about... Mm, All of my segues are too awful to do, and I don't want to be disrespectful, so I'm not going to say that. But let's talk about... Now I can only think of bad segues. Okay, let's talk about a Gundam thing, which is not something I normally bring up, ever. Core? No? This is why we kicked him off the show. Um, There is a (laughs) life-size Gundam in Japan. Yes. That will be playing rock, paper, scissors at a tournament <laughs> next oh. month. Uh, from April 29th to May 7th, I think. Uh, but yes, it will rock, paper, scissors you. And if you win the whole tournament, which I, I think, from the way the article put it, at first the headline was like, it's going to compete, but I don't think it's going to compete. I think what it is is you can play 
rock, paper, scissors with it. And if you win the rock, paper, scissors tournament, then you get a photo op. <gasps> away from, like, the public or private, like, we, little photo op with you and the Gundam. Hey, Jason. Jason, you want to go to Japan? I mean, of course I like do. Like, right now? Yeah, like, right now. Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> so you kind of ask yourself, how good are you at rock, paper, scissors? I get to I, stand in front of a Gundam playing rock, paper, scissors. I don't need to be good. Yeah, the life-size Gundam, like, in that character. I, I, I actually thought that thing was, like, stepping out when it's just all, like, a big, like, pulley system. Well, pulley system. Like a kind of a hydraulic system, and we were just, I was so hoping that we had gotten past the technology where we had little walking robots because <laughs> then I could steal it. <laughs> oh no, it is a turn against it, it's a battle royale kind of where like a crowd of people ch uh, challenge them all at once and then they kind of like knock out elimination style. I it's, could go for this. Let's go. Let's it go. sounds like so I'll get the much fun. If you lose, you still get to go hang out with anime-themed attractions like Mobile Suit Gundam, the witch from Mercury's pop-up kitchen car, uh, Gundarm Inc. Open Cafe, where you can get tomato soda. Oh, there's a lot of nasty soda flavors in Japan, I'm not going to lie. If anyone would like to kidding. sponsor me going to Japan to compete in this tournament and pay my rent, because my rent will be due during this time. So is soda in Japan like Korean chips? I noticed she like looked at me when she asked yes, that question. But I also they I understand, have yes. that kind of soda in Korea too. Oh, and okay. those kind of chips in Japan. <laughs> okay. Because you it's sent me uh, snaps of some of the chip flavors in Korea. And it was absolutely horrendous. Some of them were like weirdly good, and some of them were just like like lime barbecue is really good. Shrimp chips. Like, oh, I mean that sounds that good. one sounds good. There were some that didn't sound good, but actually were, and there were a few that were just there's like ice cream flavored chips. Yeah, it'd be like I ice cream and hot sauce. And yeah, and you're like stuff on that. a potato chip that, or corn chip, and you're just like mm. made by Doritos, by the way. In you a lot would of have cases. you would have me on either of those flavors because uh -huh. I'd, I'd be curious but together yeah no, separate absolutely they're all combination flavors and they're all wild to also then combine with a chip and some of them are just no thank you anyway that was my gundam story that's one i Shocking. think since i've been on the show yes. all right Cass. okay this is gonna be kind of a weird one because it's kind of a lot of them <clears throat> Tuesday was kind of Trailer City. Um, we got a trailer for so many. I'm going to kind of uh, show you pictures of them while I talk about them. First off, what did I want to talk about? Next Goal Wins, uh, starring Michael Fassbender, directed by the one, the only Taiko Atini. Oh. And of course, uh, Reese Darby showed up right off the bat in uh in the trailer uh firing michael fassbender which i absolutely loved also elizabeth moss love her uh yeah it's about the uh basically the worst football team ever from american samoa true story by true way. story uh in quotation marks even in the trailer <laughs> they were like that a true uh, inspired by a true story that mostly kind of happened uh <laughs> still i'm absolutely Love it. I love anything that man does. How bad were how bad were they? They were they didn't score a goal in I don't remember how many games. Thirty one. Thirty one games. 
absolutely insane. Absolutely going to watch it. Uh, second, we had a trailer for The Witcher Season 3, the last season of The Witcher, unfortunately. Um, it is not continuing, no matter what Netflix tells you. Because <laughs> there's no Witcher without Henry Cavill, which has absolutely been reflected in uh, basically every comment on YouTube. Haven't checked totally, the and watched it yet. Totally oh, wait, fair. I, I, I want to rewind for one second. They had a 31-0 loss. That's not how many games they went without scoring. They lost 31-0 at one point. Oh! <laughs> but they also win a significant number of games with just oh, not yeah. scoring Yeah, at all. I'm sure you're right. I just um, had to be like, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, The Witcher, um, the last season, any rumors that Liam Hemsworth will be taking over are garbage Ooh. and dumb. Exactly. Much like Liam Hemsworth. Much like Liam Hemsworth. Oh, His own kidding. brother posted a TikTok of him dancing to the song Miley Cyrus wrote about their breakup. <gasps> yes. Okay, then I wasn't <laughs> kidding, <laughs> and I don't feel bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, it honestly, it looks really good. We got a peek at the Wild Hunt, which if you've played The Witcher 3, you know what that's about and how important that that's going to be moving forward. Uh, love it. It's gonna be series big moment. Awesome. The next one, and honestly, the one that I was most excited about, A Haunting in Venice. This is the third Hercule Poirot movie, which is uh, Agatha Christie's Great Detective, played by the one, the only Kenneth Branagh. This is the first spooky, scary version of the detective of the detective story that we're getting, uh, starring Kenneth Branagh, Michelle Yeoh as the psychic, Oscar and Tina Fey. <laughs> okay, I was like, there's been two, and one of them was real good, and one of them was, and real, one bad. was real bad. Why is she so excited about this? It's yeah. Michelle Yeoh and Tina Fey. Yep. Fair. I, I and Kenneth Branagh. Like, he's great. I love him. I did have a chance to write a story today, and it was Michelle Yeoh was in it, and I made sure to put Oscar winner Michelle Oscar Yeoh. Winner. <laughs> Oscar winner Michelle Yeoh. I put Yeoh. respect on her name. Um, yeah, it looks, I mean, it looks super fun, scary. Him saying, I like all our fears have come to rest. It's just, it's just all sorts of good Agatha Christie vibes. And I'm really excited. Uh, the one that I don't have a picture for that I am a trailer for the flash came out it looks really good it looks really good and I've wanted this for a long time Ezra Miller sucks Ezra Miller seems broken and part of me wants to be like this is very different from J.K. Rowling actively hurting millions of people in the UK. However, I don't think I can bring myself to go to the theater, even though I've wanted this. I've wanted this for so long. I've wanted this for a decade. Since we saw him, we were mad that he was going to be, and this is pre-knowing anything about Ezra Miller Yeah, in his IRL persona. In their, yeah. Their IRL persona. But like, we were mad because it wasn't Grant Gustin and the Flash, the TV show was doing pretty well yeah. at that point. And then we saw the movie and Ezra Miller was really solid and brought a new vulnerability to it. And we we're like, yeah, I can watch them. I can watch them do this. And then I, I will say, because there have been a lot of people 
that have, and I do think at some point we need to talk about redemption, and if sometimes people can come back, Robert Downey Jr., famously Mm -hmm. drug addict, did a lot of terrible things, tried and succeeded in turning his life around. If Ezra Miller can do something like that, maybe in the future, but like, to my knowledge, they haven't done that, and... It's not even about that actor, or to me, it's about the corporation. That that's where I have a hard time with the morals of it. Is like I'm not going to tell you this is okay to do right away. Yeah. Without somebody taking a break, getting some help, you know. Yeah. Um, at some point in the future, I mean, I honestly wish them the best. I don't think I've watched the movie until something. Pretty significant changes. At least not pay for it. I've been able to rationalize at, it. At I'm going to see the Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> Do what? I'm going to see the Dark Knight Returns. I don't know what this Flash movie is all about. <laughs> I'm going to see. I'm going to see I a mean, world, world's finest movie with Batman and Supergirl. And Supergirl looks amazing. Although that one shot when they skid up, that God, that looked like Fortnite. Listen, Fortnite. If you listen. <laughs> And uh, we've, we've already had a terrible version of Flashpoint. Let's not do another. All right. Apparently, unfortunately, the CW's version of Flashpoint was terrible. I mean, you have to, like, straighten your stuff out before you do Flashpoint. Yeah. Because Flashpoint has to feel like a departure from a universe where things make sense, which is famously not wherever DC is most of the time. <laughs> but, like, I, I saw a story that Michael Keaton was asking to take pictures of him in a Batman suit to send his grandkids. <laughs> Aww. I'm like, Yeah, this may cute. be, genuinely, this may be one that I pirate. We didn't hear that. Nope. Hear what? Exactly. Anyways. I heard Cora mixed up. She's going going dressed as pirates, except we're not supporting it. We're going to the Pirate Bay. I can't wait for that series. I know. It's going to be so good. Okay, moving on. Cora, that's all you. Oh, okay. Um, Oh, wait. Oh, no, it was me. I started off. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, the the camera's already on Cora. Rock, paper, scissors, Cora. No, Cora, go. Hi. You might remember me from last week when I talked about Saint Seiya, Knights of the Zodiac, and how there was an American adaption and why it did so poorly here. Not the American adaption that never happened. We just got a pilot. But why Saint Seiya itself did not do very well here? That was because we didn't get the full series and we got a we got two very bad English dubs. Well, and I and, and I'd said like Netflix had one and they took it off and we don't have anywhere to watch it and I have to eat crow because literally the next day Crunchyroll announced that they have the entirety of the original 114 episodes with a remastered English dub we will not have the Japanese Japanese subtitles it will only be the English dub and it will only be available in North America South Africa New Zealand and Australia what a random selection. Yep, and so if you are not in those places, get your VPNs ready to <laughs> go there. Not a sponsor. Um, this of, is and this is of not pirating. And this is where I would put a VPN ad if I had one. Please sponsor us. Nord hit us up. NordVPN Surfshark. I don't know what the other ones are. One of them, please. Is that funny? Or if you're competing uh, with NordVPN. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, so you will be able to watch the OG series of Saint Seiya on Crunchyroll right now. 
And you've got two weeks to do it if you want to watch it before the movie comes out. Yay. That looks really good. You can start immediately after the show's over. Yes. And not Ooh, a minute boy. before. It's already movie season. You said remaster. Did they do another English dub? Or <clears throat> Netflix they... had done an English dub, yes. Okay. Where they, because they dubbed all 114 episodes instead of stopping 30 episodes short, and they did not chop it all to pieces like Deke and Annie, or, uh, Deke and the other studio did. I definitely support. Netflix has been making a habit of this, uh, putting, yeah, old animes and redubbing them, and I, I fully support it. They uh, did Neon Genesis Evangelion and cast a trans uh trans man as the 13 year old kid which is perfect his voice it was it was fantastic i also want to slip in and say that means that vic mignano is recast in knights of the zodiac so he's not there anymore i think oh oh no yeah which yay exactly he can go to hell where he belongs Mm -hmm. uh anyone else got anything that's that was all i had uh yeah i got the one for today the biggest news of the entire week, the second trailer for Transformers Rise of the Beast came out today. And <laughs> Did you say the big? That is what? the biggest news of the week. Okay. Yeah, there right, we go. Cool. Anyway, awesome. uh, coming out June 9th, this is, of course, uh, has the characters from Beast Wars, the popular CGI series, making their first live action debut on the screen. This is a direct sequel. I don't sequel. even want to put this picture on screen. What? Of the Transformers? It's a, it's a gorilla robot. I mean, anyway, that, that's the hey, hey, Optimus Primal, put the respect on his name, anyway. <laughs> is oh. that genuinely, is that his name? Yes, it is Optimus Primal. Oh, that's rough. Oh, heathens. Oh, no. Anyway, yeah, look at him. this is the sequel look to the him. Bumblebee movie and the seventh film of the fran- seventh film of the franchise. But the big thing that they revealed during this trailer, which I no one saw coming, this didn't leak, no one found out about it, Everyone thought the big bad of the movie was Scourge, played by uh, Peter Dinklage. The big bad of the movie is actually Unicron, the planet-sized, planet-eating Transformer, the Chaos Bringer, will be making his first, and I'm the first, the last night doesn't count, screw that movie, Michael Bay can go eat, can can just stop. The first uh, incarnation of this character in live action. I couldn't be more excited. This is an Avengers-level threat. I'm sorry, wrong franchise. Um, but I'm hyped. Look, people complain about these movies. They'll say the plot's thin or whatever. But the one good thing these movies can do is get you hyped. I mean, the one thing these trailers can do is get you hyped. This did <laughs> The it. movies can't do that. The movies, the movies are, they're a separate entity. I love them. Is, uh, what's wrong? Am I seeing a young Latino man there? Am I seeing Anthony Ramos? In a Transformers movie, what? Anthony Ramos made, made well, I can get into that. Directed by, by the musical, <laughs> directed by Stephen Capel Jr. The film will take t- place in 1994. Stars Anthony Ramos as Noah Diaz, who is a uh, let's see, he is a uh, oh, he was uh, some type of uh, he's a sharp young guy from Brooklyn. And Elena, an ambitious, talented artifact researcher, are swept in the conflict as Optimus Prime and the Autobots face a terrifying new nemesis built on their destruction named Scourge. That was the first one. No, the big thing is Unicron. Uh, the cast of this movie does include longtime uh, Optimus Prime actor Peter Cullen. Uh, I don't know why I say this, but um, <laughs> Pete Davidson as Mirage. 
Liza Koshi as RC, who is also very cute. Go check her out. Crystal Fernandez as Wheeljack and John DiMaggio Bender as Stratosphere, because you can never have too much. You never have enough John DiMaggio. Uh, Tara Collins will be Peter Dinklage as Scourge, David Sobolev as Battletrap, Michelle Ray uh, Jai Rodriguez as Nightbird, also the first transgender actress in the Transformers fan franchise series. And of course, John Maggio is back as a bad guy in this, so you can re really never have enough John. Uh, the Maxwells will have Ron Perlman as Optimus Primal, Oscar winning actress Michelle yeah. Yeoh as Air Razor, David Sobolev as Rhinox, and I can't say this, Tungai. Teresa as Cheetor and Unicron. Now that we know he's in there, was voiced by Coleman Domingo. Go check that man out. He has the voice mm. for Unicron. Rise of the Beast will be June 19th, 2023. And I can't wait to be disappointed. <laughs> I'm, I'm always happy when Ron Perlman is in like a Transformers movie because it means he wasn't doing movies that I would want to see. So it's like two birds, one stone. The slander at this table. I'm not going to lie. I really want to see this movie. <laughs> for, but oh, this it, is a... It's for two reasons. Bumblebee is in it, and I, I really like him. He's really cool. And also, I... Ever since Jason got like a toy, like a, a figure for RC, I've loved the design, and now I get to see RC on his screen. So I, I RC's badass. RC is cool. And there's no voice for Bumblebee because I assume he'll be voiced by a radio because they never have Bumblebee talk. It's just a weird thing. It, it's a weird thing that just works. Stop doing it. Stop it, doing I, it. I don't know. I, I like it. I would pay so much money to be on the fly on the wall in the room where Pete Davidson got the call <laughs> that he was going to be in a Transformers movie. <laughs> a friend of mine who was a fellow Transformers fanatic did post today. Uh, go check out um, not not uh, short pack dumbing of age he does a very good web comic but david posted pete davidson should not be telling me about unicron i should be telling <laughs> pete davidson about unicron and brother same same mr willis same. go check out dumbing of age pete davidson a little more that just has no like aura of being of affectation in any kind of way i watched some of his stand-up and i was like okay i yeah. kind of we, get it yeah we watched uh he did. He was it wasn't even. A, he was emceeing. Yeah, he was emceeing something, and he very casually talked about dating the Kardashian that he dated, Kim. Kim. Uh, just very casually talked about him and her and Kanye West, and just <laughs> but as a stand-up comedian, just making oh. jokes about it. And I was like, oh, so you just really don't care? <laughs> really yeah. couldn't give a shit. Uh, to hear T Pete Davidson inform us of who Unicron is. I felt like that day my son tried to tell me who Coolio was. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to go, shut up. I know. I don't need you telling me what this is. You don't tell me about the magic. <laughs> I was there when it was written. <laughs> Amazing. Anyway, Kat, it's all you. <laughs> well, my last story is just kind of not so much a story as a... So the live action remake of the little mermaid right like <sighs> things i'm on board for i don't have the actress's name in front of me Halle Berry. Halle bailey Halle bailey bailey i was like that's not it yes close beautiful voice beautiful face on board for that the color correction look of the deep sea 
not a big fan of that. And they're like, it's realistic. I'm like, it's the Little Mermaid. <laughs> it doesn't have to be in newest things. I'm not super on board for is the more photorealistic flounder. This thing is creepy oh. AF. I don't want to see well the movie <laughs> really at this point. I just... saw someone edit like like MS Paint just writing I'm tired next to the flounder picture. <laughs> it's it's oh, they just go so like I mean, one thing they have to do in these movies is they try to have toys to tie in. I would never buy a toy of flounder to give to a child. You don't want your I would give them a real fish or a stuffed toy I, of this flounder. I accidentally added the uh, scuttle image. Yeah, first. I, I put them so both sorry. in the chat. They're, like, they're he's just as terrifying. Ooh, the pelicans uh, are. Is it a pelican or a seagull? Seagull. They're both rats with wings. Anyway. I'm just That's like, I'm not. Path. Yeah, that's a hard pass on both. Of, if you see either of those animals coming I, up to you, yeah, run. Yeah. Like I said, I would sooner give a child a real flounder. At least they could eat it. This thing in, in stuffed toy form will be not, nightmare fuel. I mean, unless they're going full horror, because we haven't even seen reveals of any of the bad guys. Ooh. And horror Little Mermaid is dope. A horror Little Mermaid would That's work very not well. <laughs> Like, it would be dope. Who wants to see Disney's first uh, uh, princess horror movie? And more bad news for ADHD people with lots of issues. It's also an hour longer. What? I heard that. What are they going to add? What do you I, need? I have She's no gonna des- brush her hair for four. I have no <laughs> desire to see this. I didn't even like the original Little Mermaid. Oh, I like the original. No, I no. that look, dude look. barely knew your name, girl. Stay no, in the song. look, the best oh, part, the best part of the Little Mermaid is the French Chef, and we all know it. Uh, poor unfortunate souls is the best part. <laughs> Uh, how can you say in, in in poor unfortunate souls when you have knocking over the stuff? No, I'm going to need you to do that wrong. again. Do it again. No, no do nope. not have to do that again. <laughs> Just the motions. It's, it's okay, the music. The music is the best part of the Little <laughs> Mermaid. Yeah. We can agree on that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, poor unfortunate souls performed by a five foot nothing. This little Who old grandma. Who recently passed. Uh, Pat something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, iconic voice. Yeah. Uh, and based off a drag tricks. queen. Yay! The look was based off uh, a drag queen design. Yeah. But yeah, I hope they bring some of that energy. They really should have gotten Titus Burgess to play Ursula. But... Should have. I do like Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Full throated like, supporter. You know, movie. it's almost an hour longer, so that means the only place you can add time almost. It's in the middle when Ariel can't talk. Yeah. So it's just going to be an extended, like, hour portion of the movie where there's no women talking. This Probably nobody will right guess. There with the Barbie <laughs> movie for me. Look, the Barbie movie looks dope. No. Do not even compare the Little Mermaid with Thank the Thank you icons. for reminding me to post that. It is post. interest. I still haven't so seen Jason the trailer. Has to go see. No, the Barbie movie is a satire oh, no, look, through you, and through. You have a story to get through. Please do not defend the Barbie movie we are, for we, the rest it's of It's a satire. <laughs> it's a. Far satirical farce. It's something. Yeah. There's a joke there, there and they're doing it on purpose. Yeah. Very much so. Little Mermaid? No. It's cash. No. Bro. Support Halle Bailey. 
to the ends of the earth. That's the you know? only yes. thing that makes I me want to see it. The only reason I want to see out of spite. it is out of spite. That's the only reason I want it to succeed. Is spite me, is like, a good is Spite because she's working very she's hard. Lovely. Oh, I have no choice. Yeah. I, I have Her someone in this house beautiful. that has to see it, so anyway, I'll be going. Yeah, that's fair. Can you talk about it. yourself in the third person? <laughs> yeah, sure. Somebody. Hey, go see the Little Mermaid, but you won't go see Barbie. I won't even watch a trailer for Barbie. No, you're gonna go see Barbie. Smile at me. We have to post this picture. Uh, so, so that we can Ka- get uh, uh, Cass, what's the uh, final story you got for the evening? Okay, I just switched the camera to my cell phone. I'm gonna switch it right back. Again, thanks for the playback toys. Exactly. Uh, Because I need Kat to connect with me on this story. Do you remember? Let's do it. I'm going to grab a screen cap of that. (laughs) Uh, Do you remember a conversation that we were having the other day about Luke Kirby in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel uh, as um, Lenny Lenny Bruce? Bruce. Uh, As Lenny Bruce, and how it's an iconic character. But how are you ever going to capture that magic again? He's an actor. He's a good actor. But it just... You were just never going to be able to do that again. Unless... Amy Sherman Palladino, who mm-hmm. runs Marvelous Mrs. Yeah. Maisel, writes a lot of it, directed a lot of it, has cast Luke Kirby in a new project about ballet. <laughs> this is him, for those of you who don't know. Very cute man. And the Oscar Isaac, a little bit vibes, a little but bit also vibes. like um, others whose name I can't think of. Yeah, uh, let me get back to the thing that I did. Yeah, uh, ballet drama starring Luke Kirby. They already have a two season mandate, so who knows? Uh, Amy Sherman Palladino and Daniel Palladino, uh, her husband, have straight to series order for. I don't know how to pronounce this. Etoile, maybe? A drama set in the world of ballet that is set to reunite them with Luke Kirby. Don't we know anything about his role? Not really. We barely know anything at all. I just didn't know if, like, teacher or, I mean, retiree teacher, maybe? Yeah, that would be my assumption, is teacher of some kind. But it, as somebody that fell in love with this actor in this role with this dialogue with these writers i cannot even express to you how excited i am that they're going to be coming back with him for another series especially as marvelous mrs Maisel is set to wrap within a couple of months they're releasing their episodes i think wicked a time yeah i think within a month they uh, should be. if you have not gotten to watch marvelous mrs Maisel, which honestly a lot of people seem to this is not the cultural revolution that it should have been it's an absolutely fantastic show it's feminist it's uh it's hilarious it's it's um it talks about jewish culture in a way that a lot of things haven't it's positive and from within jewish culture yeah it's just it's an incredibly incredibly funny good show and if you haven't watched it tony shalhoub uh rachel brosnahan and just a wonderful wonderful show um about a female comic trying to make her way in 1950s it was marketed New all York. wrong it's it hilarious it's a little bit like raunchy just the comedy is a little bit raunchy i mean there are boobs in the first episode there are boobs <laughs> they're great boobs. they're fantastic and that's the point 
But yeah, it's a really funny, pretty easy watch most of the time. Except for the finale. Just skip the season finale. They're rough. Um, Yeah, Luke Kirby. And Amy Sherman Palladino, I'm happy that she's getting work because she's a really interesting writer. Dude, it's so funny. What's it on? Uh, Amazon Prime. Prime. Oh, okay. We just don't want, you didn't want to watch Barbie, you didn't want to watch, watch Little Mermaid, you didn't want to watch Marvel's Mrs. Maisel. I think he does. Oh my god. Go to hell, all of you. Yeah. <laughs> Already there, hon. Yeah, we're just all the women in the room, who's everybody who's not Jason. Well, I'm just you're... going to assume he hates women. I hate women, I just hate y'all's taste. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. I still haven't watched Ted Lasso either, so. <gasps> Ted Lasso's And I have Apple TV. It's so good. Uh, but anyway. Say goodbye to Alan, bro. <laughs> no! <laughs> Which is a perfect transition yeah. into we will be playing Dungeons and Dragons on the YouTube channel Saturday, what? 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. Please tune in. We were we will be getting back on campaign. It's gonna be fun. Finally. Finally. It, it, it has Fools. been a long break, so and we've long. done some other stuff in between, which has been awesome. Ready, like, ready to get back on on mission. Get right. on the horse. Oh, the horse is burned up. Uh, they are technically yes. <laughs> I miss Buttercup. Whatever my horse's name is, I forget. I think my horse's name was Horse. Anyway, yeah, I was. <laughs> so yeah, tune in 3 p.m. We will be broadcasting live on the channel. It'll be fun. Enjoy some some dice rolling and role playing. And they're gonna start out whatever their next adventure is. I don't Apparently know. Apparently, my character's gonna die this episode. Which I please which, don't. I didn't even I have really combat plans. Just gonna get assassinated out of the shadows. <laughs> I was about to get stabbed. It's gonna be, I need to get it's gonna be in the middle of somebody in. else's scene. Yeah. Oh, I get a screen. Alabrath died. <laughs> anyway. Messed up. Anyway, <laughs> please go check out supercoolnerdshow.com for uh, stories, entertainment, writing. I did write about uh, Transformers: Rise of the Beast. Uh, we got some other upcoming articles on there. Of course, like and subscribe to this channel and like this video because it helps us get more views and stuff. Uh, experiment, experiment with shorts and uh, there's some positive reactions. I really wish I could get my contract going. Uh, definitely one from this show. I'll be working on doing short very soon. So yeah, it helps us. Anyway, uh, of course, if you want to follow us at SMS Live on Twitter, Instagram, you can follow our Facebook page, facebook.com slash SMS Live. And of course, we have a TikTok as well at SCMS Live. If you want to follow us personally, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at JasonTheX. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BetterCat. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at CoroDonoArt. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, the good cast. Also, she's like drawing art over there. It is not her slow cat. It is a shame. Mm-hmm. Not the art. Called out. The Brand new phone. Mm-hmm. Got art just all hanging out over there. And I do. The, the, the social media is just, just dry. Just I'm so. working on a dramatization of what I think will happen when my character finally meets his God. <laughs> that's not how it's going to go. But that's fine. Well, that's all for us. We'll be back next week with the show. Check us out Saturday. But until then, as we always say around here, keep, keep on, on nerding. nerding.